0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to FBoy Island. Uh, that's right. You might think, Kirsten, you're talking about that other show with hot dummies on an island. But there's room in my heart for all of them. I'm, of course, Kirsten McInnes. And for this adventure through FBoy Island, I am joined by one of my besties, Jenny Autumn. Jenny, how are you? I am so great. I have been uh, bursting in the seams excited to talk about this with you because what a dream come true this is that you and I get to podcast together first of all and that we get to podcast about this show that I am so excited about and like actually enjoyed like I love hot messes but um I didn't know really what to expect with this I was very excited because I really like Nikki Glaser um But I didn't know, I was just like, yeah, okay, I've seen this before. It's a little bit different. But three episodes down, I am in, I am enjoying this so much. And yeah, this is just. A dream come true to be able to podcast this together. 100%. So um, I guess for anyone who's unaware, Boy Island is the newest reality show on HBO Max. Um, the first three episodes dropped on July 29th. Next Thursday, um, August 5th, they will drop three more. And then on August 12th, the final four episodes will drop. Um, it is one of the most iconic things I've ever seen in my entire life. Yes. Like, <laughs> I just... So, okay, so we've got 12 guys who came on saying that they're nice guys. We've got 12 guys coming in saying that they're F boys. Then we've got the three women, and they need to, A, find love, and B, send the F boys home. And I was like, okay, I don't understand how this game structure is going to work. But what we discover is that the F boys and the nice guys don't go home when they're eliminated. And so I am just like, what's going to happen? What are they going to do I, I I love everything about this. I love that there's like an actual strategy um, component to this show because like on all of these shows, there is always a mix of self-proclaimed nice guys and and maybe some F boys in denial and some that probably are very aware that they're F boys. Well, I think um, all of the nice guys are F boys that are in denial. <laughs> they're all but like, you know, they they don't. It's not a challenge within uh, these other shows to figure out who is who. They just kind of get there um, through the process. I love that this is actually also a game. It's still not clear to me. um, There's this, you know, all this talk about like there's a chance to win up to 100K. But I feel like three episodes in, it's still not very clear to me how you win money for what and who, but it, they they basically explained to us that the women can also win the money. The men are also in competition for the money and there must be different scenarios in which you can win because obviously the men that are self proclaimed F boys are there for the cash. Um, but if the women can also win money, there's also got to be an incentive for the nice guys, too. So there's got to like, I'm very, very curious about how money is won. And especially because it's up to 100K, like this is some sort of pot of money. So it could be split amongst maybe it's that it, it's like some equation of how many people are winning the money. And that's why it's up to 100K. I'm assuming it's not like too hot to handle where the the pot <laughs> gets reduced. <laughs> yeah. But this is one of the things that I feel like wasn't super well explained, no. but maybe it's just not that important. And there's, you know, I feel like in these other shows that have money, I I think that it gets referred to so often. It's mm-hmm. like, I'm here for the money, like no one's getting between me and the money, like. I feel like they mentioned it at the beginning and then it's kind of not really talked about ever again. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, the, I think part of that is because, um, we also don't know who is on team F boy and who is on team nice guy. So like we also get to put on our Sherlock hats yes. and try and determine who is a nice guy, who is an F boy. And so they can't really focus on the money too much because I feel like the F boys will be like, yo, I'm here for the money, you know? now they're trying to trick us, too. I feel like there's, like, one confirmed F-boy that they give us because I feel like it's important to the storyline for us to, like, know, I guess. I don't know. There's going to be some surprises along the way, obviously, but they seemed to, you know, from the jump, introduce us to Garrett, um, blonde Garrett, um, who... I mean, they don't, they don't, it doesn't say F boy, but everything he says in all of his confessionals is he is one of the F boys. He calls himself the king of the F boys. Like literally he says that. (laughs) Also, I feel like we need to address the elephant in the room. The show is on HBO, but they never say the word fuck once. They do. They do. They don't say fuck boy. They've they've branded the title of the show as F boy island and they refer to them as F boys. But there is a point in, I think, the third episode where who was it? I can't remember. Some one of the guys drops like four or five F bombs in a in a confessional. And so I'm like, okay, so clearly they're allowed to say fuck um, just like I am right now <laughs> but they aren't they aren't i guess I, it must just have to do with like you can't name the title of the show "Fuckboy boy island so then that became the branding of of it but they can say f they can say that on the on the show they can say Falafel. they can they're falafeling all over the place well not all over the place but they can say it's on HBO, like, you know, they say shit, they, like, they can swear. Um, but yeah, it's it's little, don't know, it's a little jarring to hear at first, you're just like, boy, but I, it kind of becomes second nature after, like, an episode or two, you're just like, whatever, this is it. I, I will say, I can handle this a lot more than I can handle Love Island calling each other boy and girl, mm-hmm. like, that is unforgivable. Um, I can deal with f boy. It's yeah, like, f boy means something different. You know, like yeah, it, it's not the same as just being like, oh, this boy, this boy. Yeah, especially because like on Love Island, the way that they say it is just like so juvenile to me. Hi. And like, <laughs> so the, the juxtaposition boy. of like you know, like having sex and all all of these like sexually charged like uh things going on, and then they're like the boy I like. It's like. Mm. I can't with this. Anyway, that's a whole other show. This show is mature. It's funny. It's edgy. <laughs> it's giving me life. I'm sorry. See you never love Island. It's boy Island all the way. This, this show is a dream come true because it's like. Imagine being one of these girls. <gasps> it would be so much fun. Okay. The girls. I feel like. Okay. Instantly, I feel like C. I I feel like CJ is kind of the star of the woman. Yes. She's definitely the most like um she's got the most personality, I would say, of the three. She um she has the most to say as we see by the third episode, she loses her voice. Uh, <laughs> so clearly she's been she's been carrying the show in terms of like talking. Yes. Um uh so yeah, I do I do feel like CJ has the most energy um and just has yeah has the most like Bursting personality. Yes. And Garrett called her a sex demon in his first confessional about her, which I just feel like is such a weird um thing to say. But uh Garrett also like, is that a, just strange. Like, is that a compliment? Is that, is that a compliment? I don't know. I wouldn't want to be called a demon. Hey, there's nothing wrong with being a demon. <laughs> 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 um but yeah i feel like she's like number one with a bullet like she's she's been putting in the most investigation time kind of thing um and it seems like she has the most attention um yeah from from the men well i think she's maybe like a little bit more open like i feel like the other yeah. two are a little more reserved um Nokia is um absolutely beautiful, well dressed. Isn't it Nakia? Nokia. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's like Nokia, the phone. Nokia, but... Nakia. Na- Na- Nakia. Nakia Nokia, Nakia. Nakia. You
1: need to write things
0: down phonetically. <laughs> and then Sarah. Yes, who... and Sarah, who is she's there. Yeah, she's okay. I feel um, like Sarah is a full idiot. See, I found okay, well. I mean, I think she's got really bad reads, but um, I actually found when she started talking and then maybe, you know, maybe this is my prejudice or my bias of like expecting certain things from this kind of person on a reality TV show. Mm -hmm. But I actually found that when she talked, I was like, oh, okay, she's like not... I found her less bubbly than I was expecting. Like, I thought she was going to be like, ah! And like, she, she's very like, she's pretty serious. Yeah. She's like a lot more like steady than I expected, which kind of like makes her a little boring. But but. here's the thing though. She keeps talking about building her brand. She wants to build her, her brand of what? What is she talking? She's like, Is it a clothing brand? Is that a cosmetics brand? Is it just her Instagram account? I think it's just an influencer brand. Because she's like a social. She's a social media manager. And so she like. She was talking about that. And then like. segue to being like. I eventually want my own brand. So it's like. Your own social media brand. As in just like. You have enough followers. That you can just like. Attach your name to things. Like I really don't know. But. I mean, she's if she's using this show to, uh, you know, kind of launch her brand, she needs to be giving me a little more. Sarah Emig, Emig, E M I G. Okay, I'm looking up her Instagram. Okay. Actually, I'm going to look up all the girls' Instagrams. See, this could be a if fun only game. we had seen it before their Instagrams before this actually started. Because I'm sure that they've gained followers since it started. Oh, I don't know about that. Oh, really? Um, okay. How many followers do you think Sarah has on her Instagram? Um, I'm gonna say let's say 20K. Okay, you are way over. She has 6,438. Oh, wow. Okay. Um yikes. <laughs> um Okay, and then um how many do you think CJ has? Um I'm gonna say. Okay, now I have to, this has impacted my, um, let's say, like, 18K. See, but then this is where you're way off, because she has 516K. So I think she was an influencer coming in. Well, she's, oh, well, she's a model. Like, that's the other thing is all of these people, like, almost no one has a, like, traditional, like, job except for like there's like a chiropractor which yeah okay a couple of them have sort of but they're these are these are literally all also influencers you know what i mean like none of these people are like yeah i'm just um you know i i'm just an it guy that's it i don't have an instagram or tiktok like they're all they all double as something else. Yeah. You gotta have a side hustle. It's 2021. Yeah. Um no kid, okay, but here's where the kid, okay, these numbers are all over the map. Because Nikia has fifteen point eight thousand. So you're telling me that Sarah, the social media manager who's trying to build her brand, has the least followers of these three women. Yeah. That's sad. But That's I think it's a relatively new account. She only has 43 posts. Hmm. Um, is it a real account or is it a fan account? It is definitely her. It was okay. linked um, from like a people article. Okay. okay. And okay. it appears to be very real. Um, wow. She wants to be an influencer. Well, you know what? If If this game ends well for her and she ends up with one of these guys. They can do the same thing that all of these other people do after this show, where they can monetize their life as a couple and, you know, gain some followers. That's the move. That's honestly, like, that's why you go on these shows. Like, yeah. you just have to. Yeah. Um. OK, so at the start. The, the three women come in. And then all of the men come in and Nikki Glaser makes some jokes about like their pants and uh the, oh I didn't know GNC sold jewelry. I love like a legitimate comedian yes. as a host Roast because them. the roasting is so good but like it's genuinely funny and like I don't know. I mean like that's one of the things that Nikki does best is just like It's just, like, very casual roasting where it doesn't seem so... I don't know. I take a lot of issue with, like, the narrators of a lot of these other shows where it's, like, they're really trying to make jokes happen and it just feels very forced. I just feel like through three episodes of this show, I am even more obsessed with Nikki Glaser than I was, like, in the first place because she adds, as a host, so much to the show, I think. She's so funny and, like... She's making fun of them without seeming super mean. Like yeah. ev- everything she says is worthwhile. Like I just I think she is definitely the right person to be hosting the show. She's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um how did you feel about the mechanic where the women give VIP wristbands to the men they want to get to know better? I mean, I I I kinda liked it to be to be quite honest, because you know, it's there's so many of them at the beginning. Um yeah. that I think that having something to symbolize like the the choices, um, I think was important. And like it it's just like, oh giving out my friendship bracelets. <laughs> like Okay, Paul. Yeah, it's Paul Abramian um, passing out his friendship bracelets. It's your boy, on day Paul, one. and he's yeah. handing out bracelets. <laughs> um not pissed at this um <laughs> no i thought it was cute and i thought it was like like they're they're on an island they're you know they're gonna have a pool party it made sense for the theme i feel like it's like a festival it's like oh vp vip access with your like purple bracelet um Yeah, I don't know. I thought I thought that was a good idea. I was, but again, then it was confusing because they're like, okay, so you give two of them. um, They each get two to give away right Mm -hmm. at the beginning, based on the first impressions of literally just walking by these men. Um, Which that was so weird. (laughs) I was like so awkward. Well, like because I think that they didn't know what they were supposed to do. Yeah. So like, um, was it Nakia? I think Nakia went by first, and she just kind of like strutted past them and And she looked excellent doing it yeah she just did her walk and then the other two like were like stopping it was like they were like politicians and they were like shaking hands and kissing babies as they're like walking down this line of people like I felt like you know if I were like Nikia, I'd be like oh was I supposed to stop like I just felt like that whole thing was kind of confusing but they're giving out these these wristbands based on like You know, literal first impressions of just walking past them and seeing them all in a line. Mm -hmm. Um, But then they get given more wristbands, which wasn't even clear to me, like how many more they got. No, Um, there was a handful of them. I, I don't know. Yeah. To give more away at the party. It was just like.
1: Yeah, and Thank then it's like,
0: know. so what? When you get the VIP wristband, you can't go into, like, the gen pop anymore? Like, Yeah. And then it just seemed like they were all just kind of mingling everywhere, so it was yeah. just like, what is happening here? Yeah, I felt like the party, uh, I, I, I don't think we got anything from the first party, but um, like, did you well, think anything, like, really notable happened during the party? I did note, of course, that um, they get alcohol, and it seems like they get alcohol in a way that isn't as limited as some of these other shows we well, have yeah, on an island hbo max they're like these people can get more drunk and we're not really as concerned um the i guess the only notable thing about like this first party is that um some of the people that cj had good first impressions of um quickly change because um that's at the first party right oh yeah that guy like is like oh you're a little toxic and she's like whoa yeah so jamie yeah well well <laughs> i mean she kind of set herself up for i mean he shouldn't have said that but like she kind of set, sets herself up for that because she's like if someone matches my energy we might get arrested <laughs> i think that's how i feel every time i think about hanging out with you jenny like will we get arrested <laughs> we might i don't know it could happen <laughs> does that make us toxic <laughs> no how dare you even imply See? that how See? dare you okay well i should have learned from yeah, you should have learned jamie from jamie there. yeah um so so for, that's the first thing is is cj turned off by by that and be like don't ever call a woman toxic or crazy even if she says that she might get arrested um and then <laughs> I really enjoyed her interaction with Peter. Like, uh, okay, Peter is a star. I'm sorry. I was a fan. I instantly (laughs) loved him. Uh, But, like, honestly, good on CJ for being like, "Mm, he's love bombing me. (laughs) Yeah, I did. I did love that she called that out. Like, their interaction was so funny because (laughs) he says, I was raised by a single mother. And she goes, that's hot. I'm like, pardon me. I might have to like, you know, take Jamie's side on this. Yeah, maybe you are toxic. That's <laughs> Why hot. Do you think that's hot. Like I that like that should simply be a fact. Like I don't think that there should be a value, um, yeah, associated with if you had a single mom or not. Like even just to like, if you wanted to give it like a positive like um, response, like I just felt like that's hot is such a weird like. Are you Paris Hilton? What uh, is this? Okay, Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and Peter is amazing, and so she she asks him like what he likes to do, and he's like, I love sleeping. <laughs> and I'm like, big same. But eventually, uh, yeah, he, he he, I think he's he's a little awkward, um, and is maybe taking some of the playful flirting a little too uh, far, and he gets pterodactyl pterodactyl we learn that this is what cj does when uh she doesn't want to talk to a guy any longer she just says pterodactyl i love that someone can save her i did love a moment from sarah where um where she's where cj is telling the girls and nikki that that's what she says and like sarah's like oh that's very subtle (laughs) i was like i like the like Sarah isn't super bubbly and like high energy like CJ. So I think that she seems like kind of boring at times. But every once in a while, she's like got like a a dry little quip. And I'm like, okay, Sarah, I see you. So that was one of the moments where I'm like, I like that. Yes. (laughs) So I feel like I feel like Peter was put in the show um, specifically to try and trick us to be like, oh, he's definitely a nice guy. And then for it to be like a big reveal, like I feel like he was set up to seem. Less F boy ish, even though right. he was 100% clocked on on love bombing well, her. Th- that's what I was gonna say. Like she called it right when she was giving him the wristband. She was just like, "You look like you're trouble, but like, like I want to see or whatever." It's just like, okay, so you're <laughs> the producers are like, "God damn it, no!" We were expecting him to like, <laughs> to be like fooling you all, and just yeah. she like she's calling it her. Her radar like, is no, off. he looks innocent. Yeah. Um, I loved him, though. Like I do. I wasn't even upset to find out that he was an F boy. I was just like I was just mostly sad that we were robbed of more time with Peter well, because I think it's really fun. Don't don't let me get too far ahead of us. But I've never been so thankful for the edge of extinction as I was <laughs> <Yes>. um, <laughs> at the end of episode one. Yes. I know. This is the one time where this is this is okay. Yeah. Um yeah, I guess like the only other notable things about this first party is that like um I think uh CJ must have given the wristband to Casey at the party because then she had a little sit down with Casey <laughs> and he reveals that he's got a CJ tattoo because he's like Casey John or something like that. That I that tattoo is Jordan. terrible. Getting a tattoo of your own initials um, don't do it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's, it's better to get your own initials than someone else's. Yeah. Like, especially Unless it's like a family member that like, you're not going to regret that or something. But I just, I don't know. I think that he has a uh, questionable taste in tattoos to be sure. Um, but I do love the idea of CJ and CJ. Yeah, no. And like, here, here's my thing with CJ is like, she you know she's got a lot of personality. She's really fun but i just feel like she her her interest in people is just so shallow like her priorities are so shallow like every time she's talking to someone she's like i feel like we would look like really cute together and i'm like how is this like your first like this is all she cares about is like okay but like it's really important that a couple like look good together (laughs) i mean i don't disagree but like There's just so many things that she says where I can't like think of the other examples at this moment. But like, I just feel like there's so many moments where like, I'm like, CJ's priorities are, you know, she's telling us that she's trying to find a nice guy. But like, I'm not so sure that she's really that interested. Yeah, I think uh, because it's like, um, Nikia's like, oh, uh I've done my time. I've I've like dealt with F boys before. Um, yeah. I'm done with that now. Whereas he just kind of like, oh, maybe like an F boy with like a nice heart. Yeah. She she's thinking that maybe she can she can, you know, change somebody. Um famously a good strategy to change Yeah. Him. So it's such a great call. Just healthy. Um but yeah this is like the first interaction we see between um Casey and CJ which turns into quite a thing. Um and then we also get at the party um Garrett P um who I I guess, was really just trying to get some time with Nakia and, mm-hmm. like, ends up just making her really uncomfortable because he keeps, like, whispering in her ear being like, hey, I'd really like to talk to you for, like, a couple of minutes. minutes. Um, and I she... blocks that out. It made me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I think just sometimes, like, it's... I don't know. I think people think that they're being suave and it's, like... It just does not play well Um, because I don't think he said anything weird. I think that just like maybe his body language and like the way he was kept whispering in her ear was making her uncomfortable. Well, and the way he was acting in his confessionals this episode did seem like very entitled. Like he felt like he was uh, owed like time with the women and like Mm -hmm. that kind of vibe was how I was feeling about him. So, yeah, not my favorite. Um, I did like how the party ended, though. Or CJ just goes, we're tired. We're, we'll schedule yeah. one-on-one dates tomorrow. That's so great. It's like, we're done with this. So, you know, entertain yourself. Yes. Um, oh, and also at the party, which I think is a notab- notable thing, is um, we get Chris talking to cj and this is when she he tells her that colin is definitely an f boy um and cj basically immediately shares this with the girls um so this is the the first interaction of chris the the spy double o chris (laughs) um this to me is wild like as, because we actually at this point have no reason to believe that Chris is telling the truth we have seen mm-hmm. nothing from Colin to really indicate that he might be an F-boy but everyone just takes this no grains of salt they're yep. like oh I hate to hear that he might be an F-boy and it's like we you don't know that he is and then Chris through this it gets like elevated to like trusted confidant like status I'm like I mean, I'm getting more bad vibes from Chris than Colin, so... Yeah, and Chris is in the confessional. I'm the puppet master. I'm controlling yes. everything. It's like, well, nobody likes you, Chris. <laughs> um, Another thing, that this is, like, you know, not important at all, but I must, you know, take note of it, is Chris, his voice is, like, identical to Big Jeff's. So no, you're ruining not that allowed going to forward. say that when I'm... I'm have- 7 episodes left to watch. I'm I'm just saying I noticed it about like mm, late in the first episode, maybe early in the second, and I was just like this guy sounds like Big Jeff. No. Oh, if you didn't dislike him before. <laughs> Gross. I'm here to make sure that happens. Absolutely disgusting. But yeah, and everyone just like believes him, which I thought was wild. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't uh impact Nikia's date choice because she chooses to take Colin out. Um CJ and CJ go on a date, and Sarah and Garrett, blonde Garrett, go on Ugh. um a date. When Garrett was telling the story about being adopted and like wh- like it felt like it was like okay, like this is the playbook for like connecting on a date where it's like I've got to mm. dump all of like my like, you know, sympathetic stuff that I could possibly mention about my life in like the first 15 minutes or else like I'm going to get eliminated. Like it was very yes. like bachelor like, okay, I'm adopted. My sister's deaf. I have abandonment issues. Like it felt like he was going through like, <laughs> like a, a checklist. Like a, yeah, he's like, okay, I got to hit this, this note, this and this note and he like just like wrapped it in a Pack and she's just like, Oh, okay, you're uh, you're going straight forward on the first date, well, okay. And it's so weird because, like, if we didn't see all of the confessionals of Blonde Garrett being like, I'm king of the F boys, I'm trash, I'm here for the money, <laughs> I don't care about women at all, then you would see this and be like, Oh, he's like opening up and being vulnerable, yes, but like. So that's probably how Sarah is feeling. Meanwhile, we are seeing his confessionals and we're like, oh, my God, this man is using his personal tragedies to text notes, get laid. (laughs) And I maybe this is like, you know, I'm super cynical, but like. I was waiting for the like the confessional after that to be like I made up this story literally I'm like like, oh my god this is so dark like is he really making up that he was adopted and that his sister's Jeff and all of this stuff like I because like he's being he's being built up to be like the super villain and we're getting you know like the slow car crash of Sarah being like I really think he's a nice guy and I'm like oh no we're gonna get this like gross confessional of him saying that he made this up thank god we do get it so yeah i was like oh very much like purposely using this to like yeah yeah. it's so so dark so what's worse using real life trauma to get ahead in a game like this or making up trauma to get ahead in a game like this like ethically speaking which is worse i mean it's they're both bad i do think that making it up is worse because i think that it like I think that it is probably like disrespectful to like people that have like actually gone through those things. Like at least if this actually happened to him, I can say like, okay, you went through this stuff. Maybe it's impacting you in a way that is acting, causing you to act a little toxic. Um, That doesn't excuse it, but at least this actually happened to you. I think that like, you know right like mad just being laying up a disease like yeah (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) yeah um but yeah sarah sarah's uh radar is completely off um she's definitely thinking that garrett is a good guy and this is why i think she's a full idiot (laughs) well like i said i i think that she um the way that she expresses herself and like you know communicates her thoughts like i don't think she's like stupid i just think that she's like a really bad uh, no i don't think she's stupid i think she might be dumb yeah yeah you know like like me like i'm not stupid but i'm dumb (laughs) (laughs) oh boy look bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. Okay, I like the day with Nakia and Colin. Um, I'm not a horse person. In fact, I am like pretty anti-horse. So you liked that he was afraid? I thought it was really funny that he was afraid of the horses. Um, But it seemed, it was like kind of a fun date. And I really liked their conversation because there was like a quote that Nakia said that I thought that really resonated with me where she was just like, I'm not looking for a perfect love story. I'm looking for a real love story. And I like that because I think that so many people get like very stuck on things being what they expect to be perfect. And that's just not how life works, baby. Okay. So I just feel like of the three women, like Nakia has like her head on her shoulders, like the best, like, Without a I bio. agree, a hundred percent. So I'm rooting for her, obviously. Um, I hope she finds true love. Maybe yeah. not on F Boy Island, but like in real Pro- life. I feel like no one should be aiming to find love on this show because it's truly just well, not. 12, it's not a good idea. Twelve of the men are Jenny. Come on, I. They, they said not. it. They. But I don't. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like I almost sometimes wor- think it's worse if you're a self-proclaimed nice guy. A hundred percent. I'm. I'm sorry. Any guy i've met that tells me that they're a nice guy is like the worst human i've ever met in my life you know the flags it's It's, yeah yeah it's so it's so bad so it's like the screen turns red a caution symbol pops up and it says f boy alert i i wonder um would it have been more interesting if they had done, you know, like whatever level of like testing and like interviewing and all of that stuff that they, that they do um, for a show, like, let's say, are you the one um, to do like compatibility testing and all of this stuff? Like, can you imagine if they, um, they, the producers determined like whether someone was an F boy or a nice guy and like, even the guys playing don't even know. <laughs> they don't know until like, they get eliminated. And do they yeah. get to go in the Hummer limo, or do they wait for the bus? <laughs> the, the F bus. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think maybe it's like it's better to know, like to have the villains know that they're villains. Yeah. But I just think that like that could be an interesting level to it because like. I hope that the producers were also maybe reading through some of the bullshit because I think a lot of guys think that they're nice guys and they're not so they're like but I will be friendly to a woman and then they'll have sex with me because I was friendly how it works because I'm a nice guy yes I put in the nice coins into the vending machine and then the sex comes out yes I would like my sex now woman (laughs) Please deliver. Now, I'm holding up my hand <laughs> at your slot, <laughs> waiting for something to come out. And then, <laughs> if a man ever says that to you, to anybody listening, you say, "Be gone, be run, be gone." <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> and yes, yeah, so, uh, the CJ and CJ went paddleboarding. It was cute. I and whatever. Um, <laughs> so the way eliminations work. And I guess there is some flexibility in this. We find out later on. Yeah. But each woman puts up two men and then one of those two men goes home. Uh, It was like a bottom six. And then each woman chooses of the each of their bottom twos who they actually get rid of. Mm -hmm. So uh, for the first episode, Sarah's bottom two were Andrew and Paul. Um, CJ's bottom two were Jamie and Peter. And um, Nakia's were Garrett P. and Colin. I feel like we see this theme of start of like these people are in conflict. So we're going to make them the bottom two. So that's what Nikia is going for here where it's like, you know, because Colin thinks that Garrett P. is the one who's responsible for telling CJ that um, Colin's an F-boy and all of this stuff. So we see these two face off. Andrew and Paul, I think Sarah just doesn't like White men with long hair. (laughs) And I think that she has a point. (laughs) I'm I'm not, I I, have nothing against that at all. I I just know, I'm just noticing a trend, okay? Um, And and then what what I think was interesting um, that I was like alluding to earlier is that CJ... You know, the two people that she gave uh, the bracelets to or the wristbands to at the beginning and had the first time with, um, you know, she clearly got some some sort of information from those interactions and saying, yeah, I'm not really feeling feeling this here. It's good to know. Um, Okay, so the first three eliminated are um, Andrew and Garrett P, who both say they were nice guys. And then Peter, who admits that he was an F-boy. In my notes, I wrote in all caps justice for peter and then this is before the reveals and i'm like yeah of course i'm like most distraught about the one (laughs) f-boy well i would just like to say i think that andrew and garrett are both also f-boys um (laughs) i just i like i i think it's pretty clear the way that garrett p was acting was horrible all of his confessionals rubbed me the wrong way i was so glad to see him go Uh, and if if i wasn't feeling bad about him Uh, going into this after all of that. He recites a poem for Nakia that made me simply want to die. Please, can we just not call that a poem? Because that's insulting to poets everywhere. That is what he called it and then he also says his name at the end as if he's like, you know, writing a text and signing it. (laughs) He was like, he he finishes the poem and goes, Garrett Powers. (laughs) Like, the worst thing that's ever happened is so so bad. Um I also noticed that Nikia does not get Nikki's humor because she's like okay Nikia I need you to let us know in a poem like who you're eliminating she's like in a poem she's like no Nikki's making a joke. Well but that Nakia, was also please. kind of funny though for her to be like in a poem and she's like no it's yeah. just normal. <laughs> but it's like you don't like of course she's not asking you to do a poem. <laughs> well it would be really funny if um Nikia had just like dropped a like limerick on the yeah. spot I'm, yeah i mean that would be impressive yeah i'd be into it uh okay so I, what i love also is when um nikki is dismissing the eliminated boy she goes nice guy nice try and f boy f bye so good <laughs> it's so funny it is iconic um, it's so amazing and then when she sends um Paul Jamie and Colin back she goes you're safe but like 18 other men did better than you so like you're still not doing great <laughs> it's so good she's right yeah I know she's like okay well you you like don't celebrate too hard because this could be you again Oh, <laughs> uh, so funny uh, yeah and so they make the F boys that get eliminated wait at the bus stop for the F bus like this this show's concept is just is just it's so perfect. perfect they and they get on the f-bus and they go to limbro which is the edge of extinction it's literally the edge of, edge of <laughs> extinction for fuck boys like i am obsessed with this like, oh and don't forget that also so so the the f-boys go to limbro which is and i don't fully do you believe that they're sleeping there I I mean obviously not, but please don't make it, me it, confront that reality. I want them to be sleeping on those hammocks and only they they definitely aren't getting catered. They're only they're eating eating only eating coconuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the the nice guys get to go to Nice Guy Grotto, which is which the the other excellent thing about this whole setup is that Nice Guy Grotto is like in earshot of like Limbro Edge of Extinction, yeah. So they can like shout at each other, yeah. Hey, what are you drinking? Other. Pina coladas. Yeah. Love you, bro. Love you, bro. It's so good. Here, the thing I love about these shows, um, and I, I talk about this all the time. I love bromances. Like I I. I just love it. And so I'm glad that when people get eliminated on the show, they're not never to be seen again. And that we get these little segments with the guys that have been eliminating eliminated still growing down. It, it's delightful. They don't have to spend too much time on it. But... I yeah well no I like it every one of these scenes has been very fun and yeah. I'm just like what's gonna happen like do the F boys and nice guys like vote on who gets the money at the like I don't know is it a jury well, what's gonna yeah. happen I mean we saw at the end of Too Hot to Handle season 2 like we we went through the whole season, not really knowing what the plan was with the money. And we ended up having this jury situation. So they're definitely, there's gotta be a reason that they're including these people in the show still. Right. Or did they really just love the concept of nice guy, Grotto and Limbro, and they just want to include it somehow in the show. And you got to feel like there's something to it. Yes. But here's the magic of F boy Island, because even if nothing came of this, I would just be happy that we had the experience. Like I wouldn't care if they're just there. Um, well, I love how this show is like edited too like it's just so it's such high quality production um, it's and so fun so I just feel like it's such an enjoyable viewing experience because you're just like I'm not watching this being like this is so budget like this is so cheaply made or um, just like poorly produced like it's every scene feels worth watching yes yes 100%. Um and K in episode 2 they do a challenge where they play three team water balloon dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> Nikki following this is so funny because she's like you don't usually see three three uh like three sided competitions and I understand why this is chaotic and impossible to follow <laughs> to which so I funny. agreed because I had no idea what was going on or how anyone won. I also love she's like what's better than dodgeball? Water balloon dodgeball. What's better than that? Sex, but it's too soon for that. So we're yeah. gonna play water balloon dodgeball. <laughs> she's just so perfect. That's so good. Um I still don't really understand what was the the deal with the golden conks. Like I um, I think that each a woman got to choose the MVP of their team to give them the golden And they just gave conch. them the golden conch. But yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. It was just trash that they spray painted gold. Like, I saw that. Yeah, deep. literally. That's what, yeah, she said. So. And I, I, you know, this is very typical of me anytime there's a challenge on any show, um, especially if it's any sort of like team, like physical thing. I, I simply blacked out during this. I had no idea who was going on, I had no idea who was winning. Um, So I truly couldn't even figure out what happened here. No, I have no idea what happened. At one point they poured a pool onto another team. I don't know. Um, I don't even remember who won. So who I, won? No, we won because we get to watch F Boy Island. That's true. That's a good um, point. What I did clock during this is there's a confessional of Charlie, who is the Frenchman, mm-hmm. and his Chiron says French trainer. So is it like does he train people in French or are they just saying that he is a trainer and he is From also France. French? <laughs> He's French and a trainer. Um. Or yeah, like do you. I, I feel like, like it would be like a French teacher, French tutor. Yeah, I feel like French trainer isn't like. I think like they the were just terminology. Like, yeah, he's yeah. from France, so he's a French trainer. Yeah, I don't know. Do they think that we can't like gather that from his accent? That they have to like let us know what that accent is? Well, it would be really hard to tell with the language barrier, Jenny. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> They're really uh, yeah making it easy for us. Yes. Okay. So um. Nikki and Greg seem to be vibing, but then he says he used to be a club promoter and the screen goes red. It says red flag club promoter F boy alert. So good. It's so funny. But then what's even better is in Sarah's interaction with Jared and CJ's interaction with Sean, they both also bring up club promoters as a bad thing and it flashes back to Keon Greg the callback of the club promoter being the the red flag alert is so good and honestly I get it like, it's great I'm, it would be a red flag for me too like any every time I've ever interacted with a club promoter I've just it's been bad vibes yeah you're like, like oh uh this is weird your job is to Try to get people to come to a club and like offering them like like it's it's, it's like not weird even, and oh, boring. Yeah, no, it's not even like oh, your job is to get people to the club. It's your job is to get attractive women to come to the yes. club so that men will come and spend money. Exactly, like you're literally your your job is to lure pretty women to to party then with you. lure rich <laughs> yeah. men. Yeah yeah it's so messed up it's troubling so it's definitely is a red flag a totally justifiable uh like alert that goes off and i i hope we see more of the club promoter because i'm pretty sure one of them literally that's like their chiron is like that's their job well, the, okay, the chiron's are insane because blonde <laughs> garrett says like bitcoin investor i'm like okay so i'm supposed to believe that this man is very rich how many bitcoins does he have yeah like phil then under this like uh definition then phil is also a like a bitcoin entrepreneur or whatever whatever it was like just owning some bitcoin doesn't make you like like you like you'd have to own i feel like a significant amount of bitcoins for it to be your car yeah. like you have to own like or I, he's unemployed and like that's just he 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 owns one eighth of a bitcoin like (laughs) that's it (laughs) and he would sell it because he needs the money but he doesn't know how so on um i found everyone's short little bios on Mm -hmm. people.com um and uh, his occupation listed there is accredited investor and entrepreneur and then in um, how do you become an accredited entrepreneur don't know. Don't know what that means. But then in uh, parentheses, it says cryptocurrency guru, which I also don't think is a title. <laughs> Anyways, oh. cryptocurrency is bad for the environment. Stop doing it, everybody. Um, why am I? Yeah, this, I, this is not shocking that this is what Garrett does. <laughs> uh. Just, ugh. Okay. But Um, I think I'd probably prefer that to a club promoter. (laughs) uh, Yeah, it's it's a tough call for me. It's a tough call. (laughs) It's pretty difficult. (laughs) Um, Jared and Sarah talk about love languages and like what they want from relationships, which I feel like is always good to see on the show. I really like uh, Josh and Sarah together. I don't know. I thought it was Jared. No. Wait. It's a man whose name starts with a J. I don't know. Yeah, Sarah went out with Josh, and then Nakia went out with Jared. No, but later she went out. This was at the party. Um. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah 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 okay yeah you scared, scared me. Two different. No yeah you're right after the after the because Sarah had Jared as her Viet or her uh, MVP. Her, from yes. the thing. Okay, but then she goes on a date with Josh. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Yes. yes um we also find out there's a lot of guys there's, a there's lot of guys. too many guys and we truly like don't know who they are and if yeah. you want us to know who they are then you're in the wrong place like i'm sorry it's not happening there's multiples of them like in episodes where i'm like who is this and they even kind of poke fun at that at certain points where yeah. they're like yeah believe it or not there's a person named this on the show <laughs> exactly um <laughs> we do find out that cj has two dads and i like how casually she dropped it in, because that's truly not a big deal, and it shouldn't be mm-hmm. a big deal. But yeah, still good that she's you know open about her life and uh her family. Um, Mark, Kay, this episode is where Mark starts like really popping up in the confessionals and everything, and this man looks like a ventriloquist dummy, <laughs> and he makes I me thought he so like- <laughs> uncomfortable. He looks like a caricature of, like, a trust fund kid. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, it looks like he's, like, cosplaying as, like, someone from Gossip Girl. Like, I just don't truly believe that this is a real person. Yeah, <laughs> he looks horrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I fully, I fully uh, agree. Yeah, he looks like a ventriloquist dummy to me, um, and he gives me such bad vibes, and he thinks he is so funny, and his jokes do not land, and he's wearing an ugly suit in his confessionals. Yeah, the suit is too much. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, this, like give him another outfit for these confessionals, because it's really not working for him. I'm sure he um, thinks it's they, working. Well, and here's where I blame CJ for some of this, because I felt like. She validated his humor Mm -hmm. and then he was like, ah, yes, this is my thing. I will keep doing this. And then she's like, oh, okay, but no, not not anymore. (laughs) No, but she started it. She was like, Mark's really funny. He's always got jokes. And it's like, yeah, that you think you want that. But yeah, I mean, she thinks she wants that. But it's CJ's bunk bed that she climbs into to have a little smooch. Okay, you can't call Casey CJ because then that's going to confuse me. CJ and CJ! There's, there's no. double CJ! How am I going to know which one you're talking about? Well, <laughs> based on the context of the show that you've also watched. Okay, so <laughs> CJ gets into Casey's bunk bed um, and they kiss and I was laughing so hard afterwards when she's like wiping her lipstick off of his face going, you can't tell a soul. I'm serious. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> and then like the the like lipstick stained like toilet paper just gets like dropped onto the floor it's like oh someone's like clearly going to see that it's like you got it off of his face and then you're just like throwing the trash on the floor yeah not not, not strategic smooth. not smooth, no but i was no. laughing so hard just like you can't tell anyone and she's like wiping at his face well as we've seen on the other show is like sometimes like like uh women will be like i'm wearing lipstick so that i won't kiss anyone tonight and that clearly did not stop cj i think people need to be less afraid of kissing people if you think you're gonna get a kiss just put on a liquid lip yeah um i mean if it's like a bold red though and the, the the kiss is intense enough I think there's a chance it's going to it's going to make a little bit of a mess. And like I don't blame them if they're on TV. Like in real life, I I if I think that I'm going to be kissing, I and I really want to wear the red lip, I'll still do it. But like I've seen the results <laughs> of <laughs> people on TV wearing like a bold red lip and then making out. I remember uh one of the seasons of Are You The One, um there's like one drunken night and like, they're like all just like talking in the kitchen afterwards. And like one of the girl literally looks like she's like a scary clown from like a horror movie. Like she had like lipstick all over her face and they didn't edit it out of the show at all. So, like that is a nightmare that you've got this like forever on television. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Have fun. Who cares? <laughs> uh- <laughs> I don't want me on on TV. When it looks I like, mean, what Jenny, you're going to go kiss people face? on TV anyways? I don't think you're going on TV to kiss people. Well, not now, but maybe in an, another world. And that's something I would consider. <laughs> you put on a liquid lip, you let it dry down, you're fine. Yeah. Like well, if anyone has great recommendations for the best liquid lip that you can get away with this, because I, I feel like I haven't tested them. so I don't know if I could go in confidently knowing that the lipstick is going to... Because I've had some liquid lips not hold up. Wow. From the kiss test. Well, what if someone's a very kiss wet test. kisser? What if it's really sloppy? Mm, I don't want I feel be. like some of... I, I feel like, you know, some of these kisses are drunk and... And I feel like I'm still um, like having trouble from the kiss I saw on Love Island like over a week ago. So I, I don't, don't know, know if I'm there yet. But... Th- you would know. It's a kiss that C- Cachet does, and it's oh. a Spider Man kiss. Oh no, I've not seen. It's this. the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. She's sucking on a man's tongue. Like it's oh. his tongue is out of his mouth, and she is just like. Sucking on his tongue, and it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It will live rent free in my brain until the day I die. Um, and but then- it's not strategic because then it's like, um, at least it's like you're not getting lips all over. You're just like straight for no, the tongue. No, it was just weird and then Jacob Jones tried to say it was kind of hot and I was like anyways, goodbye well, forever. are we shocked that that's too No, Jacob Jones <laughs> also had the him. worst Love Island takes of all. By the <laughs> end, I was like I am begging you, Jacob, to shut up. Please. <laughs> oh, I love him. I love um, him. Oh. I wonder what his take on these people are. He would love this show. Yeah, I think so too. Step into the world of power No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round 2. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? <sighs> oh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, <sighs> oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. Chumba. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details um okay so then the girls choose who they're gonna take on dates again and i love how it's like cj being like guys you aren't gonna believe this and she picks more <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah and i didn't believe it i just assumed that I she know. was gonna like pull casey again well, yeah, cuz she walks up and and like greets Casey first and Casey's like, "Oh, are you taking me for a second date?" And she's like, "No, I'm going to take Mark." And everyone's like, "Mark? What?" Like I just am under the impression that nobody likes Mark. Not one person no. likes Mark. No. Um and he like they go they go on the date and he's just like making dirty jokes. Yeah, I don't know. I think well, she she acknowledges that she thinks he's nervous. Um, but he's like talking a lot and is the the jokes were bad. I felt like earlier on when we were like seeing their first interactions, I could be like, "Oh, I could see how it's like a little playful, like banter type mm-hmm. thing." And then it just like he like again got validated by her picking him and saying you're so funny and then he's like aha yes i found the secret i so he he, pulls out every dumb joke he's ever heard in his entire life he goes in with the one-two punch of oh what do you call a chameleon who can't change color Ho ho, he has you reptile dysfunction. And then the other joke is, um, so I like walked into the sperm bank and they said, get a load of that guy. Stop like, it. I I feel like these are like jokes that are on like a popsicle stick after you finish the popsicle. No! Popsicle sticks are family friendly. Oh, well, maybe they're maybe these I, are adult popsicles. they're shaped like a penis, <laughs> yeah, that's okay, that is a great idea. if that hasn't been done yet, somebody get on this here, apparently, Garrett is an accredited investor and entrepreneur. Call me Garrett, we are gonna make these adult popsicles with dirty jokes on the popsicle stick you can buy um a mold on Etsy to make um penis palms and uh, that doesn't shock me in the least. So then we just come up with really good uh, I'll call Mark for his great dirty jokes. Oh, but then it's also just like a bunch of dildos that are like colored to look like popsicles this is very troubling wait that's the, that's the opposite Yeah, it's the we, opposite want, it, we want, want this want. to be food but for $85 you could have um, mature popsicle dildo popsicle inspired sex toy ice lolly dildo ice pop dildo rainbow dildo UV reactive rainbow dildo rocket dildo that's the name of it on Etsy that's the one line for one thing <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot that's like eight different dildos it's a value pack <laughs> this is really fun. No, but it's only one. They just it's name one. it. Like they just name it all those things to like So that it get comes it. up in the search. Here, I'm sending I'm sending you the link. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> it's so troubling. All the important stuff here. Oh my god. It's so troubling. I would not want to put that in me. No! It also glows in the dark. <laughs> I love how showing I love the not See, the like, first review. Wait, the first review from November 2020, five stars, just as described. Fast shipping worked great for an OnlyFans video I did on my page. You know they the just twins? no, no, they no. <laughs> um, this person obviously um, just wants to shadow that they have an OnlyFans so that people will go to their OnlyFans. Oh my god! I scrolled down and yeah. I I guys, Kirsten just sent me porn. No, I didn't. In the middle of a podcast. Stop it! I, I did not it. send you porn. I literally just saw penis. You did not. You did not. Yes, I did. Well, I didn't. When I see any? Down on the page. Far you, how far did you scroll down? Ah! No. <laughs> you did this. This is you. <laughs> it's Etsy. I didn't know you'd see penis on Etsy, either. And now I know! Oh, no! I just, I just got dick rolled! I just sent an unsolicited dick pic to myself and Jenny! Yeah. Don't mess up. Well, this has been a good one podcast together. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to be fired after this yep. one. This, this will um, be both of our last podcasts. So yes, I'm now <laughs> retired. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> uh, oh boy. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> Sarah and Josh. As I was saying, I really like these two together. Um, they cute. do the rum te- the rum tasting date. That yeah, is pretty. Cute. I always love when there's like a little alcohol date. I just like I don't love rum like if I had to go on a no, date and it was rum like tasting I'd be like uh what about margarita tasting be like where's the chaser <laughs> yeah, literally oh, yeah. I don't like rum um but yeah it was but I cute. I really like Josh I really really like Josh um yeah he's I like I gotta tell you I feel like I don't know him but I don't <laughs> dislike him so that's a good start right I just feel like he's like he seems mature here, let me oh, see. and he's thirty-four, so we love that. Oh, and he's also from Chicago. Ooh. So, do you think that that goes well for him and Sarah? It could. It could definitely. He's a brand marketer and entrepreneur. Again, all of these. He hosts refer- a podcast. He pod. Oh, he's Josh got a podcast. donald's podcast. Founder views, a bootstrapped CEO's views. What? That sounds boring. It sounds like he's all about I hope that this is the wrong one. Oh wait, no, he wasn't in he got interviewed by founder views. Oh, okay. Oh wait, or maybe not. Mm, Josh McDonald might be a common name. I mean, it's a pretty basic name. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I don't know. But I just do feel like the fact that they're from the same city that's a good sign. It could bode well for them. Yeah. He's a brand marketer. Sarah is trying to get a brand. She wants a brand. So just saying everything's everything's lining up here. Oh yeah. So we get the a date between Jared and Nakia and this is somewhere where this this was Jared's the one who dropped the F-bomb mm.
1: like four times in a
0: sentence. I, I don't remember. I can't even remember the context of it, but he, I, I, box, look, like, I don't even remember them on the date. I just know they went on a date. Yeah, I don't remember that what they did. I, I only took note of the fact that Josh and Sarah did rum tasting. And uh, that Sarah took a sip of the rum and looked like she wanted to die, which was same relatable, relatable mm-hmm. content only. Yeah. I um only took note of Mark's horrible jokes, but I didn't even write them down. I just sadly remembered them. Yeah, because they, they were they rent, rent free in yeah. my brain now. Just uh, not good. Yeah. Um, we also find out that Blonde, Garrett and Casey are best friends in the house, which uh, doesn't make me feel great about Casey. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I mean, Casey was already kind of seeming pretty fuckboy. See, and that's that. and that's the thing is I know that he's got to be like the most fuckboy of the fuckboys because I'm like, oh, I kind of like him. Yeah, that's the thing. And that was like me being like justice for Peter and Peter is fuckboy. I think that this is the problem and this is, like, what we'll start to see is that, like, the guys that are, like, the most charismatic and out front are, like, the most toxic (laughs) and, like, the ones that are just kind of, like, hanging back and, like, not being, like, aggressive and kind of just, like, waiting their turn, like, respectfully, are then getting no content and we're just like who are they they're boring like these well, are the people that like, are the nice guys <laughs> that you go in and there's 24 men you can't wait your turn you have to exactly. like you have that's to the, go that's out for the problem. it it's like they're screwing themselves like you, we come to see that this is really a problem it's a um, bad strategy for fboy island and life yeah um uh, this we get more chris is the mole uh content where oh yeah he he, he brings up what um De, Devo- Divish, Divish, Divish said yeah um, so Divish, Divish was talking about CJ and basically was just saying like she's too high maintenance and something also, about her not reading or something yeah he was like oh I brought up books and she was like offended like oh you're trying to woo me with books and like I don't even know if she knows how to read and it's like Divish like the jump <laughs> I, I, I think, think she probably knows how to read at least a little bit um I think she was probably trying to, like, nag him a little bit, and he, yeah. like, did not take to that time. well. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so... So, Chris sells that out to, to CJ. Chris becomes the mole... And so um, he's simping for <laughs> CJ by just completely dogging all of these just, other guys. He's in it for the TV time. He knows yeah. he's not getting love, but he's obviously discovered that there's a way that he can stay in the show. If he proves himself useful to the women and maybe yeah. he'll get money based on that. Um, but yeah, the second elimination um, division Israel. Um, yes, there was someone named Israel on the show. Um, both get eliminated and we find out that they were F boys. And then we get one of the funniest things that's ever happened of all time where Charlie says, I'm a nice guy. And Nikki is like, uh, do you want to explain the hours of footage of you and casting talking about being an F boy? Like, no, you were cast as an F boy. This whole thing was bonkers. Like, And everyone's reaction while it was happening was so great. Like, it was, he's like, no, no, I'm, I'm an F boy. And like, you can tell like Nikki is genuinely confused. She's like, okay, so what? Like, what? Like, she's like, okay, so I guess you have a different interpretation of all your words and actions and the hours of interviews (laughs) we have on tape. Yeah. Yeah. We get the, the hashtag Charlie exposed party. It was, they had the receipts. But clearly, like, we come to find out that I think that he's just, like, perhaps through this process had, you know, did not want to identify as an F boy any any longer and decided to take this moment to deny, (laughs) deny that this was his identity um when the literally the point of the show and the game is that everyone was assigned one of these roles going in. They volunteered. Was, they did yeah. not assign. Yeah. And I don't know what happened where he like was just really trying to to deny this because um like we even see him he doesn't go back to limbro with uh division yeah. um Israel, like... He is straight up. Just, and, and I think he's talking about like his mom died. And so like to distract from um, like the pain from that was like that was when he just started like being an F boy and just like yeah. sleeping with women. And so like, it's like It seemed like he was having like a moment where he was like a clarity being like, this isn't actually me inside. And like, OK, let me just speak for a moment as a member of the dead mom society. OK, when your mom dies. Yeah, you kind of act like a monster. It happens. I get it but you don't get to like do prolonged bad behavior over what seems like years and then just Mm -hmm. blame it all on like a traumatic incident in your life like that. Like, Mm -hmm. well, and also it's like, you can say like, I came in, like he could have had his moment of being like, yeah, I came in as an F boy, but like through this experience, like I've realized that like, that's not the life I want to go back to being. And like, you know, didn't work out here. I didn't get to prove myself to be a nice guy Mm -hmm. to you women or whatever, but I've learned something. And like, if that's how you want your image to be going out of this, like this show, then you could have said that the, the tantrum he threw where he was like, no, I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy. Like when there's literally proof of it in casting, um, it was really strange. And then he just shows up the next morning at Limbro, it's like he and he and admitted that he just like had a hard time dealing with being eliminated. So, yeah, I don't know what happened there. But I just I think that he is a man that is used to lying to get out of situations and it didn't work <laughs> this one time because yeah. they had the receipts and so he was proof. uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So he so did. No, yeah. He joined them the next morning. So the. um. Limbro's, Limbro's getting packed. Busy. It's, it's yeah. A bit booked and busy. Mm-hmm. Um, It's so funny when Peter's like showing them around. Like he's like, here's the weight I made and here's where I sleep. And it's so good. I love Peter as like the mayor of he's Limbro. He's the dream of F.Y. Yeah, Island. Exactly. Yeah. Love that for him. It's perfect. It's a great journey. Um, I just love that we get to see more of him because I did think he was really fun on the show. Yeah. So we get that um the next episode uh three new men come in which i did not anticipate this being a show where new men would join me neither i was so like thrown off by this i, I one of them okay so they're named welcome jared and jamar who, who they give uh jared the chiron of new jared and then other jared becomes og jared which i thought was really fun Well, there's two jareds how are we to tell oh i know instead of using like a a last initial um Mm -hmm. we don't know their initials so well that's the thing is good like they couldn't be giving us like until new jared came along they couldn't have been giving other Jared, like an initial, because it's like why we're getting initial for him. So I, but I, I think it's fun that this is just new Jared, yeah, and OG Jared, new Jared, OG Jared. Um, and then the challenge in this one is they all do photo shoots, yeah. And it's see, really like the chemistry. Yeah. Because in the um, background of the pictures, it's like a bench of other men in yes, every picture. Like I, I'm like, well, this isn't a picture you could use. There's like 12 other men in the background. I, know. I was like, I, I put I put this in my notes because I was so frustrated by this. I was like, why are they like including the stump with men on it in the background? This is so fast. Just a bunch and of like, men on a stump. And Sarah's photos were all the same. It was always just her walking side by side with the man. Like, I feel like she was like not really getting like experimental with poses at all. Oh, And this is why her Instagram is struggling. See, that's the variety is not there. Sarah, your brand isn't going to build itself. Okay, maybe her brand is walking on the beach with attractive men. And you know what? There are worse brands to have. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I, there was lots of trash talking amongst the men during the, the photo shoots, which was kind of funny. They're all just like completely making fun of each other. Well, and then this is where we get the start of the new Jared OG Jared fight. The Jared's are fighting. The, The Jared's are fighting. Cause they like are like sitting on the bench and one Jared's like, move, move. And the other Jared's like, uh, could you like give me some respect? Was that the two Jared's? Yes, it was. And I couldn't really figure out who was in the wrong there because they were both being so. Obnoxious. I just think they were both being annoyed. <laughs> like, yeah, it's rude to not be like, oh, excuse me. And yeah. it's rude to just like squish down between two people. It's, but like, it, yeah, why does rude? it have to be a fight there? I mean, they were both being rude because it's rude When. Someone is clearly like there's a bit of an opening, but they need more space to not move over and give them space. But it's also rude to tell somebody to move instead of asking if they can sit down there more politely. So they were both being the worst in this moment. Yeah, there was no need for that to be a fight, but it was just the start because two Jareds proceeded to argue like the whole time. Like, yeah. It, it, like it it was so weird too because like at times it seems like very serious and at other times it feels like like playful ribbing um especially like when they start like getting at each other about like their apparent appearances like they called each other goobers they're like you're a goober well i mean they are they're both goobers (laughs) I just thought this was like a hilarious I, choice. Of I insult hate for grown men. No, Jenny, <laughs> it's serious. It's really serious. I just hate that it came to this that they had to call each other something so extreme as the G word, you know? Like, you'd never catch me calling yeah. anybody that. <laughs> Yeah, this like the show is weirdly tame at points where they're like, oh, like they're getting in each other's face and like talking about the size of their shirts and calling each other goobers. <laughs> oh, you need a bigger shirt. That one doesn't fit.
1: Nice Whoa. pants.
0: Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was a lot. Um I felt OG Jared was getting like pretty heated, but I also didn't appreciate that they were body shaming each other, but yeah. Like, come on, can we d- do better? Yeah, Jared and Jared. Yeah, yeah. They come need on. they need some some Jared therapy together. All the group, ther- group do you, therapy. All Cooper therapy. Do you think that the the name is playing into this? Do you think that there's like I'm the only Jared? Like, I think I, I could. Be be. The only, there's only room. For one, Jared on this, like, just think how CJ reacted when she found out Casey also goes by CJ. She was Mm -hmm. like, "No, you can be Casey." Like, he have yeah. It's like it's actually my name that's tattooed on you. It's actually not your name. You you actually got that for me before you even knew who I was. Weird. That's so freaking weird. And I mean, Garrett P got eliminated that that first episode. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think Blonde Garrett is long for this game well I don't think so either um a couple other funny uh things happened during this episode um the conversation between um CJ and Casey where CJ calls him a fixer upper (laughs) saying that she's worried he's an F boy and that he'll need too much work uh to get him up to shape for what she needs just a a fun analogy for i mean she that that's what we were saying is like cj seems like she's not against uh falling for an f boy she just wants it to be one that she can mold (laughs) yeah which like relatable but also like maybe not the right way to, to to live your life Do you think that they would be doing this differently if there was more clarity about how they win this money? Do you think that if they if they knew that, Mm -hmm. like, the only way they were going to win the money is if they eliminated all of the F boys or something like that? Do you think that maybe they would be trying a little bit harder to, like, weed out? See, I think they are trying harder. But I also just think like when you meet someone and you vibe with someone like that doesn't happen all the time. And so like you still just want to hang out with them, even if it's not the best thing. But that's the problem. And like I was kind of like saying this before is that like some of these guys that just weren't doing enough and stepping up enough are the ones that are getting eliminated. And it's like they're not a very good F boy if they don't have game and they're not trying. So it's like if you're, actively trying to get rid of some of the f boys um but you're like wasting your eliminations on like guys that are clearly like harmless and are not there like if you i mean again it's stupid of, of these men they're not trying they're not doing a good enough job of making an impression so that's getting them eliminated but it's like I don't know if you're out in front, like it's, it's hard to be out in front when all of these F boys are taking all of the attention. Well, yeah, it's, it's like, should the women just be eliminating anyone who actually talks to them <laughs> as a way to eliminate the F boys? But then it's like, that's not, nobody wants to hang out with people who don't talk to them. No, I, and I get it. That's why like it, the, the concept is kind of interesting because it's like, okay, so do you get rid of people that you're not having um, a connection with? Or do you get rid of people that you feel like are a little too eager to try to talk to you because you're like, eh, red alert. Yeah. But then again, I think that some of these people are like, they could be an F-boy, but I'm really just hoping they aren't. And I'm just going to see what happens. I think so, too. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Which can is we, not going to go well. <laughs> can we talk about the elimination at the end of this? Because I feel like this yes. is like the most exciting part of the episode. Like Episode they, three was like good, but it achieved greatness at the elimination. I, I honestly felt like it was just okay. Um, and then it it went out like a lion. Like yeah. it was it. The ending was so good. They did such a great job with like. I don't know if this was planned with the drops, but they ended the third episode perfectly. Yes. Like I can't wait for Thursday when more episodes come out. I'm so excited. Um. Okay. So basically. Again, the the elimination starts. Each of the women put forward two men for elimination. So, Nikia puts up Kevin and Jamie. CJ Ooh. I did not know who Kevin was. Yeah, Ke- I've never heard of Kevin in my life. Like I and I forgot who Jamie was because he like had no content. Since I rem- the beginning. I remembered his face, but I couldn't really remember like what he had talked about. Well, I remembered him because he was the one that almost got eliminated because he called CJ toxic. But like he had literally no content since then. <laughs> Which I mean, yeah, I
1: guess not to know best. why,
0: but anyway. Um. Okay. CJ nominates Matt and Mark. Um. And then Sarah nominates Chris and Fernando. Yeah, there's a Fernando on the show. He's a chiropractor. He's a chiropractor. <laughs> I, the, I don't know. I so, only know that because of his bios in front of me. This is okay, so this is where greatness happens. So oh my Nikia eliminates Jamie. CJ eliminates Mark. And then Sarah says, I'm eliminating Chris. And CJ loses it. She is like, like, wait, no, no, wait, no, he has to stay. And basically yeah. exposes to all of the men that Chris has become her mole, which they were already like suspicious of him. <laughs> but like, yeah, there's, there's absolutely no guessing anymore because she's like, no, you need to, he can't go. Um, It, it was so, it was so great. Like she was like, it was like Topaz, like, Putting up her hand, being like, "Excuse me, no." Except for the show, I did not approve this. Yeah, except the show, like, goes with it, and it's like, okay, well, um, who else can go home so that Chris can stay? Nikia, do you want to like send anyone else home? Sarah, are you going to send anyone else home? And they're both like, no. And CJ goes, "I'll send Matt home. Matt can go. Matt and Mark can both go um, as long as Chris can stay." Imagine being Matt here, just being like, "What the hell?" Like he was safe. He was yeah. safe. And then, no, not safe because Chris had to stay. And Sarah's like, yeah, I'll I'll go with whatever CJ wants. Which is like so weird because it's like, do you not think that they would have had a conversation? These girls talk like the, we literally see scenes of them talking about people they're considering putting in their bottom too. So don't you think that at some point CJ might have been like, no, don't put Chris in the bottom. Actually, like They probably I- did have that conversation yeah and Sarah said F it or I mean I want to believe that it was like it was a natural uh you know occurrence but I'm always a little bit I'm skeptical I'm choosing to believe that Sarah and CJ have like a little bit of beef and Sarah Mm. did this to hurt CJ (laughs) that's more of a fun storyline so I'm here for it um at some point during the like elimination ceremony, Matt had alluded that he had tea. Yes. Um, so when so when CJ confirms that she's gonna she's gonna get rid of Matt in order to save Chris, uh, Nikki basically is like, "All right, well, you, Matt, you said you had a uh, tea. Do you want to do the ultimate nice guy move and share share with the class?" And- yes, uh, because we do find out that Jamie, Mark, and Matt were all nice guys. Yes, exactly. All three of them are nice guys. So this is this is Matt's moment. Say oh, you got rid of me as a nice guy. Yeah. Let's so- share the news. So Matt brings up how Garrett is like the most F boy of F boys. The things that he has said about Sarah, about how he doesn't think Sarah is ready for a relationship. Um, Apparently Greg has a girlfriend at home and Garrett might also have a girlfriend at home. I felt like the Greg has a girlfriend got very yada yada. It was like, it was like no one has a connection with Greg. (laughs) it was like yeah garrett did this also greg has a girlfriend but then garrett also has a girlfriend back home and uh goes on to so then nikki basically is like okay well garrett like what is this what is this about like is this a real thing well i also love um cj being like casey your boy has a girlfriend like what's this about (laughs) She just totally neuters him there like um, excuse me like you're responsible for your friend like I can't be having this like you should be reporting everything to me. I love how CJ like really just expects that like everyone is supposed to be like reporting back to her. She thinks that she is like a mob boss. Yeah, uh, it's really funny. And it's it's a great vibe. And I love Garrett's like, Yeah, well, you know, like I had been dating someone for like four months and then we went on a break, um, so I could come on the show. Yeah. And like, Sarah's like, A break? Not even a break up? Yeah. She's like, Well, that's that doesn't sound very over to me. <laughs> like, what an what a whole ass idiot this guy is. Like But like even, even do if you like the time. Even if you can't like completely deny what matt is saying you can you can own up to it in like a white lie kind of scenario like, oh yeah like, i i recently got out of a relationship yeah you don't have to say we took a break. We kind of decided that it would be a break. Like but Jenny, no they were on a break. Oh, not that. <laughs> oh God. But yeah, I love and then like all the women are just like completely outraged, just like, what and the like hell? my question is, do you think Garrett's girlfriend actually knows what show he went on? Like maybe she just doesn't have HBO, so he thinks he can get away with it. It's not like this is on not Netflix. Ever, yes. This isn't CBS. That's CBS. So. She might not have that HBO Max uh, login. Um, if they shared one, she certainly isn't. Oh, <laughs> is sharing it after The password best. will be changing to yeah, that account. Exactly. Um, yeah, this was just a total fumble from Garrett. I mean, Iconic. you know, he's probably not expecting to be called out at the middle of the elimination ceremony that he was safe at, but. Uh, this was awesome it was one of the best moments i've ever seen ever i loved it so much i was like okay matt okay 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 like what Yeah, matt just like he just like laid it all out there he's like this and this and you said this he had all of the receipts and he's like you know fuck it i'm leaving i've got nothing else to lose here and these guys are a bunch of assholes so i'm gonna yeah, and make now, sure they get their crumb opens. I know he gets to go to Nice Guy Grotto and drink pina coladas and watch yeah. as the people he just threw under the bus get sent to yeah. uh Limbro. Limbro. Yeah. I love that journey oh, for him. It's perfect. Yeah. Like I didn't really see him on the show that much, but maybe nope. I like Stan Matt. Yeah. I like I had no idea who he was really until this episode. Because there was like a couple of them that looked just like him. Um, I think one of them was one of the, the one guy that got like medically evacuated. Ryan. Oh yeah. Apparently there was a guy named Ryan and he had to leave for a medical emergency. They said like, he's okay. But he was a nice, he was a nice guy too. Yeah. Yeah. So they've got their work cut out for them in the next round because, uh, Sarah basically confirms as as the show or as the episode is ending and the elimination ceremony is over that she's done with Garrett and they're like yeah we're mad for you <laughs> yeah is, obviously Garrett will up. Garrett will be going home in the next episode yeah. and it will be explosive and wonderful I can't wait yeah. I'm I'm living for that can't wait yeah it's gonna be great okay so that like that's it that's the first batch of episodes of Boy Island I like I will admit that when I saw like the length. Of the episodes I was like really I was like I these were longer than I was expecting Mm -hmm. I thought that it might be a bit of a slog to um to go through three episodes and they flew by I was invested I'm very very invested and I just again feel like the way it was that it's been produced it just feels like a very good quality television program and it's entertaining me it's so good yeah, and I just like that there's perfect. a point to it. Like there even though I don't even know what the point is, there's a point. I'm trying to guess who's good and bad. I love when I get to be involved in the process, you know? Yeah, the story for me. It's it's just wonderful. It just makes me so happy. Every second I was smiling. Yeah, um, I was laughing out loud by yes. myself. Like, what is this? But like Mind you, I do laugh out loud at sexy beasts. But it's a different kind of laugh. I, and I commend you for watching that show because that could never be me. I like well, they're like twenty-two mm-hmm. minute episodes. Kristen, um, no, it's, just, it's not. It's not a huge commitment, but I understand. Well, Puya already has told me that I have to come on and watch two of them, and I said no, 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 and he said no. It's confirmed, and I was like, no, no, <laughs> please don't make me. What if? Okay, mm. wait. What if I came on an episode of Sexy Beast and you guys just told me the plot, and I didn't have to watch it? Um, I mean, I suppose that could that could happen. I don't want to do it. It's so scary. (laughs) It's um, it's more sad than scary. Like I feel like everything I've seen is spooky. Okay, (laughs) some of it is kind of spooky. Oh well. Um, (laughs) but anyway, this is like this show in comparison. It's like it it has that like lack of seriousness that I enjoy, but also there's like it's still real and there's a lot more go like on sexy beast these people like meet and they they like maybe spend like a total of an hour together like at least this is like over the course of like a couple yeah. weeks or however long um i'm able to get more invested in the people i'm learning a, a few more names every episode <laughs> um speak for yourself <laughs> and like i said Uh, Well, they make it easy by uh, bringing in people that have the same name as people that were already there. So less names you have to learn. You're like, oh, this is just Jared, too. Okay, got you. Um, But yeah, like Nikki is incredible. I I really love that there is a host that doesn't feel like awkwardly placed.
1: Yes. Um, No, she's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's great. It's I great. highly recommend watching it if you haven't watched it yet, if you've, you know, decided to just listen to this podcast anyway. Yeah, everybody go watch watching. it. Go mm-hmm. watch it. It's so fun. It is so fun. If you're in Canada, it is on Crave. If you're in the States, it's on HBO Max. A dream. Literally a yeah. dream. Um, Jenny, where, where can people find you if they want to hear more from you? Uh, you can find me on social media at Jenny Autumn, twitch.tv slash Jenny Autumn. I haven't been streaming much lately, but hopefully we'll be a little bit more in the next couple weeks. It's been a kind of a busy summer. Um, and then aside from that, podcast wise, uh, the aforementioned Sexy Beast uh, wrap up, uh, Puya and I have been going down that journey together. Um, I believe, I'm not sure when this episode will be dropping, but um, uh, in a couple days we'll be recording um, the episode 5 and 6 recap, uh, which I believe will be with Chappelle. So that will be lots of fun. So that should be dropping um, soon, if not already. And by the time you hear this, and that's yeah, pretty much it. Uh, Occasional Big Brother 23 um, stuff. And just living my damn life, you know? Yes, live your damn life. Yeah, just trying to enjoy my life. And right. I am. That's good. good. I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. If people want to hear more from me, they can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What, including twitch.tv slash Kirsten Said What. Um, love Island USA will be continuing for another week and a half. So check out myself and Brian Scali over on the Love Island wrap Hop Up. And yeah, I'll be kicking around in these the big brother 23 streets as well um the next uh, batch of f boy island episodes drops on august 5th so i'm assuming we we'll, will denny and i'll probably chat next weekend at some point and uh we will talk to you then bye bye <laughs>